Welcome back to Kenny Cash. This is your host, Super Champ Chuck. We back at it with another episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, share on all your social media platforms. 2023 Chiefs training camp is finally here. Day two has been knocked off the books. We're going to get into all that. And But before we get into all that, let's go on and introduce the starting five here. At point guard, we got Kylie Winfrey down the bottom left of the screen. <laughs> At shooting guard, we got my guy Boogie on the bottom right of the screen. At small forward, we got my guy D Mac on the top right. At power forward, we got my guy Country in the middle of the screen on the top. C Web. <laughs> <laughs> so it's finally here, y'all. Another edition of Chiefs training camp. This we got time, LeBron at camp. the five. <laughs> <laughs> what y'all is doing this, man? I don't get it. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you for that. I, I, I wanted to be Jalen Rose at the three, though. D-Max stole it from me, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm for real. I need Jalen Rose Barber, yo. <laughs> you can be Jawan Howard, bro. Ain't nothing wrong with being Jawan. <laughs> he was raw in college. <laughs> bad five. Like yeah, that. bad five. Mm-hmm. Bad five. Yeah, let's roll with that. So, so, yeah, man, we finally here, man. So, I mean, how excited, how excited are y'all, man? Like, what is what are some things y'all look like y'all looking forward to? That that forty five minute drive to St. Joe. <laughs> it's so boring. It's one of the worst. It's like a straight shot, but it's really a boring drive. It's like driving to Omaha. It's like ugh. <laughs> but once you get close, you be ready, man. But that that drive sucks. <laughs> no, but no. It's like forty five minutes to get there, but it feels like it's only fifteen minutes getting back. Yeah. <laughs> like when you on the way home, it's like, man, something about going to training camp, the first thing I want after that is a nap. Cause <laughs> from from watching them all work so hard. You're right. Yeah, from watching them work hard. out. Like I did something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're out there in the sun the entire time just watching them. Yeah, I gotta understand why you need nap after that. <laughs> man. <laughs> We don't go to the bar like we used to. Good job, John. Uh, no, I'm excited job, for camp, man. We we are we finally have gotten through the malaise that is the off season, and we are into training camp. People are actually trying to play football at some, you know, a little bit kind of without pads, but you know, <laughs> we are seeing football activities occur. That's the fun part. <laughs> football in the underwear. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm excited. I, I want to see these uh this, this tackle position and this the receiver position. That's what I'm looking forward to the most. So I'm excited. <laughs> shout, out Cole, man. Shout, out, shout out to Cole, dog. What up, Cole? What uh, up, Cole? Yeah, I, think it, I feel like we're all looking forward to like the wide receiver room. There's just so much. Like, I I pretty much feel like I know who it's gonna be, but there I feel like there's still a lot of questions. Um. And then I've been, you know, we've heard so much hype on like Daenerys Prince. So I'm looking at running backs. I want to see what CEH is up to um, or lack thereof. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm ready to be up there. I'll tell you what. Bossy what? Bug, Bossy yeah. Bug clearly higher than um, Aaron Rodgers sitting in the darkness. <laughs> yeah. Hey, boy, chill on me. Licking on the toe. <laughs> <laughs> but but now nah, um but yeah I'm definitely looking forward to training camp man I'm definitely looking forward to seeing this new rookie class of course I mean it's always exciting 
Um, I mean, I'm also looking forward to, you know, some of the camp battles, like, you know, seeing Wanye Morris and FAU, they was talking a little trash in the little press conference after the first day of practice. So, you know, you and um I think I think PJ Green, shout out to friend of the show from Fox Four. He showed a clip of PJ. You showed a clip of Felix getting a sack on Wanye Morris, you know, mm-hmm. um beat him off the snap count and whatnot. So that's gonna be interesting to watch. Um, this is some of the few things. Man. Do y'all think that that uh that tackle position, just how they handled that, and how you know left tackle and right tackle, how that's gonna be, that's kind of getting swept under the rug right now with the receivers and all that. I I think it is to an extent. I mean, obviously, it sounds like Jawan Taylor is right. going to lock down the right tackle position, but it that that is an underrated aspect of if Ronye can really come in and show them something early on. Can he push Donovan Smith to try and get a, a starting spot out the gate? Um, and obviously, if Smith has to be healthy to to be able to hold on to his spot there, so and that's an underrated thing that people aren't really talking about much. Um, as far as obviously the wide receivers aside, but honestly, that's that's probably the only like real starting spot as far as set you know every single game that uh, is probably up for grabs at this point. So, so let's be honest: how many open spots are on this roster right now? Very few. Yeah, yeah it's not I would say I would say maybe wide receiver six. Um, it's like to to me, it's like wide receiver seven slash running back four would be the mm-hmm. kind of spot, and then maybe slash offensive line nine ish, maybe or ten maybe, and then it's like two DB spots, and then maybe a linebacker spot it would be for me the only open spot. So you're looking like three to four, maybe five at most. Yeah. And also, how many DNs going to carry, too? Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I I do think that they, they will keep, obviously, George, I mean, you, FAU, I think Dana obviously makes a team. Um, I think BJ is going to stick on this team. He has special teams value, um, and I don't think they took him by accident. They want him on the team. Um, the question is, obviously, or, you know, somebody that was on this team last year, Carlos Dunlap, is that guy possibly added back to this roster. He would make a lot of sense to be added back, in my opinion. So there could be a sixth edge added to this roster for sure. And, and where does Warden start the season up? Is he on the pup or is he is he going to make it off the pup? You know, he's dealing with the ACL. So that's another factor. Uh, is is Kando finally going to make that leap? <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, <laughs> You pushing Kane though, dog. No, yeah. I mean, <laughs> hey, he's he's a nice kid. He's a nice kid, but I mean, it's year three, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, as nice as as nice a guy he is, and I, I I'm rooting for him, but it is what it is, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh, I think Kennard makes the the uh, that's Mrs. Kylie. She's married. Yeah, she is. <laughs> gotta put a R in there. Yeah, we'll forgive you. Put a R in there. It's okay. Yeah, she's not a she's not a widow. <laughs> I think I think Kennard makes the I think Kennard makes the fifty three backup lineman. I think I think he does too. I haven't penciled him as a, at an interior offensive line spot. It sounds like they may be moving him to transition, but he has that tackle versatility still. And you know he was on the team last year. I think he'll still be on the team uh, this year. But as far as, you know, Warren is concerned, it sounds like they're optimistic about where his rehab is at. 
he's been doing work on the sideline to start camp. And obviously there's a month until, until things start. So uh, I hope, I hope he is ready. Um, it may take him a second, obviously to be back to his full ability, but he was really coming on at the start of last season, as far as his interior pass rush is concerned. And that's really a nice element to be able to throw out there occasionally. Has it been a year? When did he get hurt? Or I think it was week three-ish last year. It was early. It was early. Yeah. What were you going to say, Boogie? How many corners are y'all keeping? I have mm. six on the roster right now. But it's yeah, only good with six. It's just six. It's Sneed. the DPs. Yeah, I think it's six. Uh, it's McDuffie, Sneed. Um, Williams, Dr. Watson. Williams. I have Nick, jo- I have Nick Jones. I have Nick Jones Nick and Najee Johnson. Mm-hmm. As the kind of six, but Shamari Connor could be him instead of Najee Johnson. It it's DB is essentially more so than uh, straight corners, but uh, that would be the the six I, I kind of have right now. Yeah, not so like four. You keep four safeties in that scenario. Yeah, I I have I have four right now. I, so, Dion Bush getting onto this team is going to be difficult because I I feel like they feel comfortable with Najee and and Connor onto this special teams core, and obviously Mike Edwards. More so working into the third safety role. Bush is, is going to have to show something to really uh, justify being on the roster. He wasn't bad in spot duty, though. Like, no, he wasn't. He, was he didn't look out of place when he when, when he was called up. But, mm. hey, those, these are good problems, man. These are good problems to have. Like, I think we solid. When, like, I think Boogie will attest to this. A lot of times we didn't clearly have a better roster than the team we were facing. We had the better quarterback and the better coach, not necessarily the best roster. But now I think we're going into games where we might have the better team, one to fifty-three, than our opponents. And it's not—it's not been like that the whole time. I got to see how the secondary shake up, though. Before I say that, secondary, that's fair. I, I need to see them take a step this year. Yeah, Boogie is a tough. I'm excited for Cook now. <laughs> I feel like Cook's going to take a big step. I've been hearing good. I mean, we've been seeing some good things coming out of camp on him. I'm excited for him. And I do. Like what you were saying, though, Country, like I feel like the floor is higher. So we're going to see just a level of play increase across the entire board. And the defense, I'm excited. Got all these young guys coming back, DB specifically. Like it's going to be great. Boogie, I mean, um, uh, to your – Country, to your point, though, you know, when you talk about not having that many open roster spots, that's a testament to how good of depth that this team has kind of built for itself over these little past few years with good draft picks, obviously with some some key signings. So the fact that you're going into the season and you have four linebackers that you can trust, the fact that you're going into the season that you have four corners that you feel like you can trust, the fact that you're going into the season you have a solid D-line rotation, solid safety room, um, obviously, you feel good about the the quarterback situation. Obviously, you have four tight ends you feel solid about as well. Your offensive line is, is fairly set. Yeah, that's that's a testament to how good this roster is right now um, and how high competition it is because you got guys guys like Isaiah Moore, Truman Jones, you know, Jack Conkren, uh, Remigio, who we saw a highlight from, um, et cetera, et cetera. Those guys are guys that are probably going to be fighting for practice squad, practice squad spots because of how good this roster is. And to, your point, and to your point about Remigio, it seems like he's a guy that's, that may be pretty popular with all these other NFL teams. So uh, it looks like we may have to be lucky to keep him on the practice squad, you know, if he continues to show out. So Mahomes yeah. is tweeting him too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he getting that uh, – him him and Rice are getting that, that Tyreek Hill tweet treatment of 
every day is, well, Rice did this. Rice threw up, but he also caught this contested seven-on-seven catch, and he also scored a touchdown here. Or um, uh, what's his name? Ramigo. I ain't, I ain't gonna even trying to pronounce yeah, his he name. Ramigo. He's doing something. Or Nick John. Nick Nick is making plays every day. He had a tipped interception. He had, you know what I'm saying? So they they getting that Tyreek Hill t- treatment. So mm-hmm. like. I, like when 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 Tyreek Hill came, every day Therese was like, "Y'all should have seen this," like every day. And it was like before we got there, when he was like a rookie, of course. So it was like, man, I don't know, are they just hyping him up? But when you got there, clearly, you know, he was worth the he was worth the hype. So it's gonna be fun to see it in person. So let me ask you. I just want to. Let me ask you. Huh? So like. As far as the um, y'all should have seen this moments, like which receiver is gonna have more of those moments throughout camp, uh, Kadarius Tony or Rasheed Rice? Mm-hmm. Should be Tony. It needs I mean, to be Tony. I, people aren't going to be trying to tackle out there, so I feel like that kind of neutralizes what's Tony's, you know, kind of extreme highlight plays sometimes come from the jukes and stuff. So I'll go Rasheed Rice because he could test a catch guy, get up there, try and make some plays, you know. Um. Yeah, I'd like to see some more Rasheed Rice highlights. But I really want to see is, is the guy that John is very excited about is Trent McDuffie. I want Trent McDuffie yeah. to be out there locking these wide receivers down. Like, obviously, I have confidence in these wide receivers. But Trent McDuffie, I think, is can be one of the best corners in the league. I want him to be able to show that, you know, in some of these training camp battles. How, yeah. how many games did he get last year? Ten? Ten in the playoffs? He missed a good seven games, right? Yeah, including yeah. the playoffs, I think he did get to double digits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and we need to build on that. He 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 didn't have – he clearly had – in Denver, he had that one where he was way out of position and the wide receiver was wide open. But he didn't have many mistakes. He did good against Jamar Chase, even though people failed to realize he did and they want to acknowledge that he did. But Trent had good moments, great moments. So I want to see him for a whole season. Um, that hamstring, man, he was out for so long. Like, yeah, I kind of forgot about him for a little bit. But uh, I, I know why John is high on him. I'm high on him, too. So let's see if he can build on that and then come back for a whole – let's see him stay healthy for a whole season. Because if, if he hits – I mean, we don't have some questions because that, that raises the question of do you keep Snead? You know what I'm saying? Like, or do you just let him walk or do you trade him for, you know, whatever you need to do? So, uh, Trent McDuffie, he, he raises a lot of questions good, a lot of good questions. You know what Bo- I'm saying? Boogie, so, Bo- Boogie's perplexed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think what McDuffie does got anything to do with Snead because we use Snead just a different way. Like, but we, I know, but I'm saying does hold our number one receivers per se. We using him pass rushing. We using him uh, holding tight ends. He's doing a little bit of everything. We're not really asking McDuffie to do that. Yeah, but it's pay time too, though. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's time for Sneak to get paid. Are you gonna pay him? Or are you gonna? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Is he expendable? I would love to keep him because the way they start using him towards the end of the season, that's the way he needs to play. If he plays like that all the time, he's 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 going to be in the the conversation with those other guys that he should be in the conversation with now. But 
I mean, I'm I'm curious to see how they use them. Justin Reed said he's getting more comfortable in the defense. I'm curious to see how are they going to use them, how they use them late in the season. And he looked he looked like a good safety, a great safety. He looked like the guy that we've been wanting. So, Snead was the second best defensive player last year, though. I I, I agree. I definitely agree with that. It might be a little bit of debate. It might be a little bit of debate. Between him and Bolden? Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Him or Nick Bolden? You can go either way. Um, I I, I know Snead affected the game in in a multitude of ways. So are you saying saying Nick Bolden and then Snead were the two best defensive players on the field? No, No, who would pretend to be the second best? Just yeah. to say, okay, I was, yeah, no. Like, what about Chris? <laughs> no, no, no. We ain't forgot about that. Yeah, I don't have too many white claws over here. What's going on? I know. No, no, I'm This guy right here that hopefully is going to get paid soon. He was definitely number one. Hold on. I know I'm not hearing what I'm hearing. Oh, boy. No, I think in I think in terms of Sneed, like I really want to keep Sneed. I love Sneed, but like we didn't pay Ward. I just don't think that Beach is gonna pay Sneed as much as I would like him to. I think they get that Chris Jones deal done, and then we keep Sneed for another year. And then the way that they've developed these DBs, Jalen Watson and I, Joshua, I just think the secondary is growing on their own, and they're building this team from rookies. And I just don't see us keeping Sneed long term. Back to it, I do see them using Sneed inside and using Trent McDuffie on the outside. So I think they're going to make a really great tandem out there. Do you, do you see Snead possibly making that Tyron Matthew uh, Swiss Army knife of I, I can play inside, I can play outside, I can rush, I can play the nickel, I, I can do all of this. You know what I'm saying? That's why that's why I say keep Snead because Spags has been looking for that guy since Tyron left. And I think he might be that guy that he can use as a Swiss Army. I can put him anywhere. I mean, I think you know he's already, I think he's already been using him that way because of his safety skills, and so I, it, that affords him that ability to be, you know, more um, creative with them. And if obviously the the big part of it, if you can trust, you know, obviously the three corners in Watson, in Williams, in McDuffie, those guys to be out there consistently, then Snead is the guy that can bring, become, you know, your star defender that you use in creative ways on certain matchups, however you want him to. Um, and obviously Spags, through the back half of the schedule, when he got McDuffie back, was able to be a little bit more creative in that that mode. So I think that's important. Um, and we'll see exactly how he wants to deploy Snead this year because uh, there are going to be times probably that he wants Snead in certain matchups. Um, but there's other times where he might identify a number one wide receiver and say, McDuffie, you go follow him all over the field. Um, and, you know, there has been some, you know, evidence of success with that as well. So it'll be interesting to see. Let me ask you, what would, what do you feel like Snead is worth? Like, what would you pay him? Mm. And then on the other side of that would be pay that. Because yeah. what was Ward's contract? Ward got, Ward got like about million. Didn't he get Ward, like he got, he, he got more than that. Um, he he got, got like 42, right? I don't know. Yeah. What How much did it average out? Like 12 a season? He I got um, 12 a season. Maybe a little bit less than that. He got 40, 40 and a half um, in total, uh, about 13 and a half uh, annual per year. 26 guaranteed, yeah. Yeah. So 
I don't. Per- I, like, I don't give, know. If I would give Snoop that. I'm not. You would give Snoop that, but we wouldn't give Ward that. And so, like, my point is, like, I just don't see them paying. I don't know. I hope but, so. I hope I'm wrong. I think he brings more to the table than Ward brought, though. Yeah, I, I think it, yeah, it would does. be like paying Honey Badger without the leadership. But like you said, he's already doing that Honey Badger type role. So it wouldn't right. be like paying a top corner. It would be like paying a safety or a hybrid. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think – I think that they view him as better than um, than Javaris Ward for sure. Yeah. But as far as what they would pay him, that's a good question. I mean, you, you talk about – I mean, Javaris Ward at 13 and a half, I mean, he was – close to a top 10 corner as far as annual per year so it's it gets expensive like is is he willing to essentially make uh legerius steve one of the top 10 highest cornerbacks i don't know if fred veach wants to do that i don't think he does yeah especially though when you see the productivity that like jalen watson had last year Mm. i just think yeah i just think value wise they feel like they can go out and draft somebody that's going to make up for sneed not, but not to say he's have. not like the most physical guy, right? And not to say like Snead brings the physicality to the game that and to the defense that like I don't feel like the other guys do bring. So that's definitely something we want on our team. But I just you don't know how they view him. You know, it's just hard. It's hard. But to your point, as far as drafting a guy, they might have already like as far as Nick Jones, who they've heard a lot about and they've enjoyed. He's a guy that can go into nickel occasionally. Jamari Connor was drafted in the fourth round for this team. They obviously identified yeah. him as somebody that can do a lot of the safety stuff that LeJarius Sneed brings to the table, can go into the nickel occasionally. So if they draft those versatile corners, and then you add on – or DBs in general, and then you add on, obviously, these three guys from last year's class that you really like and, and showed up in, in big moments, there's an argument there that you don't need to be investing heavily into the DB room again. Uh, with keeping Legereus Need, but Legereus Need is a very important piece of this defense for sure. Does the Spags have enough power to be like? Because Dave Tobe has the power to say this is my guy, but those are cheap guys. Exactly. The Spags have the power to be like this, Brett. This is my guy. I need. I need this one. I need him. It's gonna always come down to the money because we know Beach is disciplined with him, so mm-hmm. he's gonna have a number. If it's close, then maybe if not, we know he gonna let him walk. I mean, right, right, yeah. I mean, don't play about his number. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I'm looking at this war contract right now. So, like, with Snead, I'm like, is he like a 14 or 15 million dollars per year corner? I think that's what it would take to keep him. With 10 to 14, I don't know if you're paying it. I don't know if you're getting that money. At 14 million, where would that put him at? Paywise, eighth. I believe if he did, he, like a, he would be making the same as Darius Slay and Carlton Davis. That's fit. It's not bad though, man. I think he's bad. If it what twenty six guaranteed, that's really like two years. Yeah, yeah. Like you know they, you know they'll make it work. You know they'll find a way to fit it in there. Thirty guaranteed. And Darius and, and, and Darius Slay in the same contract as Carlton Davis. I mean, I feel like the Eagles are getting kind of a bargain. <laughs> yeah, they definitely are. Man, that is oh. definitely his, his, uh Slay's got to be up at this point because no, he actually he has two more years left on his deal. But he signed. Man, 
Really? That's crazy. Uh, yeah, no, he's Slay. Slay is uh, getting kind of kind of. Slay need a better agent. <laughs> he does, man. He really does. Yeah, I'm J- J- out there. JC Jackson got sixteen mil, man. <laughs> right. Slay needed a better agent. That's, That's Slay sure. definitely better than him. Yeah. But Kevin, we could see. Look, we can still see next year in franchise. A minute to be about that. That's a good point. Um, That's a good point. That franchise tag is going to be next year, but yeah, they, you can, and, that also and, is a possibility. And, and Snead, and Snead loves Kansas City. I yeah. think it's it's away from the city, and I think he's really made a home here. He likes it here. That's that means nothing when it comes to negotiations, but maybe there's a bit of a hometown discount in there somewhere. Yeah. But I'm not going to yeah. bet on it. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think 14 million dollars is is bad for Snead. I really don't. They'll find drafted. a way to make it work under the cap. <laughs> they saw where Snee got drafted at. I mean, I don't know. I don't know about that hometown discount. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it, if it's the same thing with Ward. At that point, go and get your money. I completely understand it. The the franchise tag is projected to be around twenty million next year, so that would be a very expensive tag to try and put on him. For corners, uh, twenty million. Yes. For corners. Whoa. No. Yeah, it's expensive as hell. <laughs> Why did it jump? Wait a minute, who making it jump that much? It's the average of the top five, right? Right. I yeah. know, but who is making it jump that much? Well, so the top five right now: um, Jair Alexander's at twenty-one, Ward and Ramsey are both at twenty, nineteen and a half for Marlon, and Marshawn Lattimore is at nineteen and a half as well. Really? Wait, well, who was the second name you mentioned? Denzel Ward. Oh, okay, okay. You know the Browns got that money to throw around. Yeah, bro. Let's enjoy it while we can, then, y'all. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> what you said? Oh, those are the numbers you talk about. Yeah, let's just enjoy the season of serious Hey, hey Boogie, he changed the whole narrative when he started naming numbers. Get your money, hey, man. Get your money, man. I thought it was closer to fourteen, fifteen. That's why I'm like, yeah, that ain't now. They, they, but it, I think fourteen, fifteen, you could possibly get them back on a contract there. But that's not exactly a cheap ta- or a cheap price tag on top of that anyway. And again, it's if Veach wants to pay it. For right. two years, I'm cool with that. If it's two years guaranteed money, I'm cool with that. Nothing so, over $30 million guaranteed. So I, I think that we do oh, go ahead. Go a three-year three year contract, two guaranteed, and one you can get out of. That's how yeah. you usually going to set it up. And that's for the majority of contracts. I think that you'll see that they would come to him and probably give him – I think they would go to him and say, "Hey, here's what Travis Ward left for um, last or, or two off seasons ago. We're gonna give you, you know, another bill on top of that as far as annual per year. We're gonna guarantee these first two years. If you want it, take it. If not, we thank you for your service." I'm cool with that, man. Yeah. It's fair. That's the game. Is. That's just what it is. Um, but, but the good news, sorry, but just wait till Trim and Delby start playing at a near all pro level. <laughs> wait till we get to that point. We don't have to pay them, though. Not I mean, sure. not right now. I'm talking about when that time comes, bro. We got the fifth-year option, dog. We can keep yeah. kicking that can down the, down the road. Man. Hey. Hey. We, got four, we got four more years of cost control. <laughs> right. They're going to kick that can as long as they can, bro. <laughs> You're going to kick it like Harrison Buckner, man. They... <laughs> yeah. But here's another, here's another subject I want to get on with camp. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco, right now, he's he's got a yellow jersey on, non-contact. He just doing he just doing uh, agility drills, taking handoffs and whatnot. Uh, from what I've seen so far, he looks he looks great. Uh, but we just gotta see how his shoulder is, you know, come out the shoulder surgery surgery. But 
Uh, so far, he ain't lost none of his explosiveness or anything. So as far as Isaiah Pacheco goes, I made a bold prediction earlier in the podcast like a few days ago. Not a few days, but a few episodes ago. I said he could finish as like a top five rusher in the league in rushing yards where he can get pretty mm. That was my bold prediction of the year. So I look deeper into this, right? Um, he, didn't, he didn't exactly have his full amount of snaps or full amount of carries until week nine last year, right? So mm-hmm. I did the numbers and it averaged like 70.3 yards per game. Now, if he's healthy for all 17 games this year, he gets the, the amount of carries that he should be projecting to get. Um, I, I say like on average, he'll get like close to 1,200 or he might get slightly over 1,200 yards. I mean, that seems pretty feasible for me for Pop because, I mean, he averaged 4.9 yards a carry last year. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it's, it's good. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna add that he look, he looks a little bigger up top. Like he looks, like he's been working out this season in in good shape. So he's gonna have to, like you said, he's gonna have to stay healthy. Yeah. Um, I don't know how they didn't go. How, how many? What is his uh, snap count? What is the snap count that you're looking at? Mm-hmm. Oh well, I'm looking at like you know basically the, you know the amount of carries he got. So like. It was within like that, let's say that 13, 15, carry mark, maybe slightly over that from week nine on. But like the last mm-hmm. two games, he didn't get double digit carries. It was like nine carries and eight carries. But mm. he was consistently getting them from the start of week nine last year. Well, I, I will say this you know, he, uh, Miles Sanders last year was fifth in, in the league in rushing. He averaged 4.9 yards per carry, obviously, in, in similar circumstances with a great pass game, great offensive line. Um, and and he, the average fifth, he had 1269 yards. And, you know, that type of season is within the realm of possibility if Pacheco does stay healthy. Um, and, he, and he sees, you know, because even even down the stretch in the back half of the season, it's not like he was all of a sudden playing 80 percent of the snaps. It was only 50 percent of the snaps. And he was still getting, you know, in the teens as far as workers was concerned. But like you said, with the back half of the schedule, he's consistently averaging 75 yards per game. And that. That's plenty enough to to make it happen as far as being a, a top five rusher in this league in this day and age, and um, that's exactly where Miles Sanders landed. So that type of season is possible for him. I won't I won't rule it out. I would bet against it only because of how we use running backs and things of that nature. Um, I don't feel concerned about his injury because it's not a lower body injury. If it was lower body, it's a different question. But shoulder hand, he'll be fine. Um, but yeah, top five is is in within the realm of possibility. Yeah, he said that's a goal for him this year to get a thousand yards at least. He yeah, I, he should he should get a thousand easily, I think. Yeah, are, are the Chiefs going to be in a position that he has to uh, milk the clock, and and are we going to do that? You know what I'm saying? Like those are both questions that we got to ask because if we're going to be winning every game by three points, <laughs> he might not get all those snaps. You know what I'm saying? Like those necessary. You, you remember when, like, when Kareem was here and Kareem used to finish the games, like, because we were up and he would just finish the game. That's how he got a lot of his yards and stuff. So is it going to be – or is he going to have those type of opportunities? And, and we got a difficult schedule. So it's not like we're going to just be blowing teams out every week. Like, it's not a lot of cupcakes on the schedule. So I, – if he could get those and, and it could be in those situations where, all right, we just need to run the ball and run this clock down, and I think he could get those type of snaps. Yeah, he was begging the coaches last year to get those kind mm-hmm. of moments. 
we seen on the sideline often he was begging coaches like, yo, keep me in. Let me finish the drive. You know what I mean? Let, let me finish the game. So, this is a Pat Mahomes offense, though. I mean, I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I want Pacheco being used in the receiving game more and blocking more this year. That's that's the next step I want to see from him. I know he can run the ball. Like you said, he going to get the high per carry, just what type of runner he is. But if we can get him blocking good and receiving so we won't have to – you certain running backs. <laughs> cool, man. You can say it. You can say it. <laughs> um, I, well, had, look. I had. Go ahead, Kylie. I... <laughs> no, I just had. I had a conversation today about how Clyde might be taking some of Pacheco's carries away, and I about fell over. So um, <laughs> I think while it's great to um, have him in those earlier game in the earlier season games, um, just to protect McKinnon a little bit more, Pacheco a little bit more. I don't know that he'll, that CEH will be used long-term. I'll be interested to see if we even keep CEH, to be completely honest. But look, I'm with you. Country, country, country. it's okay. I was talking about McKinnon too. We don't want to use him up in a regular season. I I agree with you on that too. Right. And and I'll say, you saw it in the playoffs. You know, there was a lot of interesting receiving uh, opportunities for Pacheco, and he made the most of them when he had to. Um, so getting better at the technical side of that, getting better at the technical side of blitz pickup, like the good news uh, as far as Pacheco is concerned from a pass protection standpoint is you can see the effort and the want to is absolutely there. There's no question about it. He wants to go hit somebody whether he has the ball or not. It's just all about, you know, learning and being able to go through the process of getting better at that. Um, and I think McKinnon being on this team should help him a lot uh, to get better at that aspect of it. So, you know, I, I think he's going to be fine. And I think that he is going to take a step next year for sure. I, I do want to see Pacheco work on his vision a lot, a little yeah. bit too. Like that would that be vision. the biggest thing for me. I, the receiving is whatever. Because he would have had a thousand yards if you would have hit the holes. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he got better at that as the season went he did, along. He did, he did, he did. And, he did. and coming from Rutgers, he didn't have a lot of experience with that. But the vision uh, for me and a little bit better in pass protection, both of those things I think would help a lot uh, for his development this year. Yeah. Who's that one that he fumbled? He, he like, fumbled going through the hall. I was like, what is he doing? Oh, my God. That was Jacksonville game. Like, what was that, bro? <laughs> yeah, I think somebody – yeah, he just – he had a hit. He wasn't expecting it, yeah. Yeah, but no, nah, I think I think he's capable. A thousand is good. Twelve hundred, Chuck, that might be stretching it a little bit. That's a high end of it. That's a high end. Yeah, that's not yeah, high that's, end. I mean, I'm not saying that's the but... best case scenario for sure. Yeah, I can see them type of scenarios. Though I can see it. Yeah, I can talk myself into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, hey, just a matter of when, I guess. As far as CEH goes, he he'll be gone after this year. I promise you guys. That's right, one old no, more year. I promise y'all can do it. Just one more What's year. What's the rush? What is the rush? Yeah, Kylie, that's a wild take. Yeah, that's one more year. Y'all will make it through. I promise. I'm not just saying. Listen, I love it when people hold on to that hope. So listen, I'm. Oh, there's no hope. I just know that he's going to be here for another year. <laughs> right. We'll see. Bye. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. It's resignation on my part. These are my thoughts. Say it. Go ahead, coach. No, no, no. PSA? PSA Tom? Okay, no, no. We we have actually seen Clyde. I know y'all not overly impressed. But if he's the third running back and what we've seen, 
I think that's cool. I don't I don't get what's the rush and get rid of him if he's the third running back. Like it's not that's how I see it, bro. That's how I see it. Yeah, it's like, is it hurting you? And then everybody's like, well, Prince. And Prince did this. I ain't seen nothing Prince did yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't seen no footage in there today. Sometimes the first start is good for, for other people too, man. And But I, he's I, the third like, running back. What that got to do with the first start? Ronald Jones, it was the same thing when we picked him up. And we kept him for 17 oh, weeks. On. But I'm saying Ronald <laughs> Jones, they got rid of him. God knows how he made it onto this roster. I don't He didn't do much huh? on this team. This no, is completely saying, different. Te- no, no. I'm saying Clyde was a first round pick, right? Ronald Jones, that yeah. was keeping on to him in Tampa. Manny. <laughs> Come on, man. You know what it is, man. Come on, man. He's laughing. Exactly. Just give him a first but- start, man. I, I don't see what's wrong with letting him get a fresh start. You I don't either. I completely agree. Exactly. It's been sitting there for a few days, too. You don't want that. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, God. I, I don't know, man. I just don't get the Clyde, get rid of Clyde talk. I don't get it. I, but Country, I'm with you, bro. I'm with you, bro. Like, I'm not in no rush, though. Like, no, but there's a lot of. There's a lot of blind faith in players that we haven't seen perform at this level. And and I just be I'm just wondering where does it come from? There's a lot there's a wide receiver that everybody believes in, and we haven't seen nothing for right, you. We're talking about the third running back though. So it's exactly point, right? yeah, but he's wide receiver number seven. Can I can I present this from a, a little bit of a different perspective? So Wait, yeah. Obviously, we know Pacheco is going to get the lead back carries in this offense, as he should. Right. Daenerys Prince is not a guy coming out of college that has a wealth of experience receiving the ball or in pass protection. And that's the reality of it. So he's he's going to be, if he's on the roster, special teams guy in a backup for Pacheco. Do you want Jet McKinnon taking all of the pass down snaps for the entirety of this season? And do you trust him to stay healthy doing that? No. He's thirty-one now, right? He's thirty-one. D-Mac, I would say I I rather risk putting McKinnon out there than even putting Clyde out there. Look, if you if you dislike Clyde to that level, I understand it, but I don't. I it's apathy at this point for him. I know he could play that role fine. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be bad. I know it's going to be fine. And earlier on in the season. For him to keep Jet McKinnon healthy for the games that matter, that's all that I need out of him as a third running back. So for me, it doesn't matter much. That that's just me. Now, look, if you feel like, oh, well, guess what? You can go out and sign for Kareem Hunt to do that same role. Sure, I don't think Kareem Hunt wants that role. So good luck with that. But still, like that's what you're talking about. What are you replacing him with? Because I don't think you can go into this next season and say McKinnon is having all of our pass down work and Daenerys Prince is going to be our RB3. I don't feel comfortable in that certain situation because of how the running back attrition is going to happen and because I want McKinnon healthy when it matters most. Yeah, I, I want to I play how we've been playing the past few years, man. Keep McKinnon fresh for the back end of the schedule and for the playoffs. That's when he's going to be the most effective. Nah, get rid of him. You did a great job. (laughs) Get rid of him. (laughs) But uh, I want to talk about. Let's. I want to get back to the safety group real quick. Uh, Mike Edwards. You know, Mike Edwards. 
he's the he's a new guy here. He he said the reason why he chose the Chiefs because you know the coaching staff mainly Andy Reid, the Spags, the <laughs> DB coach Dave Merrick. You know he says he likes the the defense system overall, and they have a great winning program. And they just come off a of Super Bowl, so it was an easy decision for Mike Evans to come here. But Mike Evers, the quote that stood out for me is his him talking about Brian Cook. He said Brian Cook looked like a veteran out there, you know, calling out plays, you know. Uh, you know, calling out pre-snap stuff. You know, getting guys in position on the back end. So uh, that was that was very exciting to see from Mike Edwards. You know, at this press conference today. So it makes me more excited about Brian Cook because, like Country said, I've been on this guy since the rookie rookie um, premiere at Arrowhead last year. So <laughs> weak hips is insane. No, you've been you've been on Cook since day one. So I, I will give you that. We I think we all can attest to that. So. I had to warm up to him because he had a dangling earring and I, I, I don't know, <laughs> something. <laughs> but but if Cook comes through and and he replaces Juan and he plays up to that level or surpasses that level, that's perfect. I mean, I think and and like Justin Reed uh, put out this week that he's more comfortable in the defense. He understands the defense, so. Uh, if that's set right there, the sec- I, I know Boogie has a little lack of faith in the secondary, but if those two guys are set and then you got McDuffie, you got Snead out there, I'm thinking we got a, a top-nine secondary out there. Boogie just holding his secondary to a standard, you know what I mean? So You know Boogie don't team. believe until we see it, man. That's – this is why I was so mad that we didn't get D Hop, man, because then we wouldn't have to deal with none of this if we would have got D Hop. D Hop let me down, man. Oh, no, no, Juice, no, never, never in life have I wore a dangling earring. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> We need to make like hey. a bet or something. Like if Clyde gets traded, country's got to wear a dangling earring on the show. There we go. There we go. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay, I'll get y'all dangling earrings too. Last guy that wore a dangling earring, Mike Hughes. Now, y- y'all still like dangling earrings? That's oh, not a good sign. It's oh, not a good sign. No. No, no but Cook, 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 but Cook taking that leadership role doesn't surprise me. That's exactly what he did, Cincinnati. <laughs> Um, so I'm glad that he's he's stepping up and that that understanding the defense so that where he feels comfortable, you know, shouting those things out. Um, and it, like you said, country, if he plays up to what Juan did and, and possibly surpasses it, um, then I'll be extremely happy. He got better in coverage over the back half of the of the season, so he if he could do that, I'll be happy. He did. Tyreek Tyreek wore dangling earrings. He did. He was great. No, I like Cook though, man. I think Cook brings a nice energy. Um, we don't need that that um, roughing the penalty that he had in Jacksonville. We don't need that anymore. I think he learned his lesson. Uh, but I think I like his passion. I like his energy. And he hit you. He hit you, too. Yep. And so, uh, Mike Evers, I do like Mike Evers' acquisition, you know, just as a death piece. You know, I feel like he's going to be a good death piece. Um, you know, we saw today that he did make a play. Uh, he – he picked he picked off Patrick Mahomes pass, you know, he tipped it up in the air and then he snatched it off the hands of a fried fogel. One of the guys that's trying to make the team or may not make the team, but 
Mike Evans. Or, or is there because he's friends with Mahomes or any one yeah. of those three things? Yeah, um, that's a, yeah. yeah. But Edwards is a veteran, a guy that you know you can kind of bring him in, and, and he could be your third safety, and that's that's all you need out of him. And, and he's also he's him. he's a playmaker, so that's a good thing. I'll, I was just going to say that we brought him in to be a ball hawk, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, Quinn. Hey, man, low key though, we upgraded tremendously at the safety and the linebacker spot. I don't think it kind of gets overshadowed by the wide receiver talk and all that stuff. But hey, Brett Veach had a good offseason, man. Absolutely, yes, adding depth across this roster, especially on defense. Um, he did a really good job at that. Um, and the linebackers are something else that I'm going to be watching because. Whatever that rotation is, kind of throughout training camp, who's playing with the ones, who's playing with the twos. Um, obviously, we know Drew Tranquil is a guy that's really good in coverage. And so, if does that mean that Nick Bolton takes less cover snaps? Does that mean that Willie Gay gets less cover snaps? It's a very important season for Willie Gay since he's a pending free agent as well. What does Leo Chanel do? Is he, you know, relegated to his normal Sam role or can he take a step forward? All those things are going to be interesting to watch um, how they rotate those guys in through camp. Who's going to get more stats, Drew or Willie? Willie barely. It's going to be close. Why are y'all ready? Why is everybody ready to give up on Willie all of a sudden? Did I miss something? I'm not ready to give up on him, but I just feel like he's not going to get. Was it the vacuum cleaner? It, it's not a it's not a give up thing for me. It's just the reality situation is I know Nick Bolton is can be the primary early down back and or linebacker I should say. And Drew Tranquil is a better coverage linebacker than both of those guys. So, you know, in diamond nickel sets, I want Nick and Drew out there. And then, yeah, obviously in early downs, Gay can be out there more so. And his athleticism is extreme. Maybe that step is coming for him. Um, but it's difficult to just say that outright that he's going to outsnap Drew just because I know what Drew can do as far as the coverage aspect. And then Leo Chanel ready to get unleashed. Yeah. 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 Dropping at the bit. Yes, Quinn, I'm I'm very happy that he is replacing Harris, like the good lord that he is. <laughs> is it health? I think yeah. part of it too. Health too. That's part health, of it. Health is sure. part of it, definitely for sure. Yeah. And it, it is mean, worth saying people, really, it, feels like a, it feels like a lot of people are already ready to cut him. It, <laughs> it is. He's a free agent. Yeah. No, yeah, okay. It, it, it is worth saying also with Willie, he is a guy that came from college. He didn't play a lot in college. Like he only had like, I think it was maybe 15 games ish uh, due to a few different reasons. So it's not like um, he should be already developed. It, it, this, you know, probably was always going to take some time with him. Um, so that leap may happen this year. Um, and if it does, I'd be very happy because if he takes the mental side of his game to a different level with all of his athleticism, you're going to be a really scary linebacker to watch. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, Boogie mentioned it earlier. You know, D Hop decided to take his talent to Tennessee. So two years, twenty six million, um, thirteen per year. Um, so I mean, were you, were y'all disappointed at all that D Hop did come here, or y'all just y'all saw it coming? Definitely disappointed. I. I... <laughs> So y'all know, I feel like I've been on like a roller coaster with the with the app because like in the be I, I really wasn't super into it in the beginning. I felt like he was a little older than what we were looking for, and um, he just kind of had a shaky last or shaky pass with obviously a suspension. Um, but then Boogie talked me into him and got me all high on him, and so I was like, <laughs> okay, D <D-ha." laughs> 
<laughs> and uh, then he didn't end up coming here and I was a little disappointed, but I was also kind of thinking like, I feel like there's so much potential in that wide receiver room. And I feel like it's a really great opportunity for Mahomes to kind of go out there and form chemistry with these other guys. I think it would have been great for Rasheed Rice to learn under someone like DHAP being that they're both contested ball guys. But I think in the long run that this will be better for the room. Um, we've got three guys coming back who already were on the team last year, who scored in the Super Bowl last year. Um, I think it's going to be great. So, I mean, you've got MVS. I'm really high on him. Sky Moore, I'm thinking trending up. And then uh, Tony, of course, who we just need him to stay healthy. So, I mean, yeah, I, I kind of knew D-Hop really wouldn't go come, but just for him to sign that contract, you know, go to Tennessee out of any – I, I hate when they even come out and say that winning is the biggest – you don't have to say that, man. You don't have to right, say Right, right. So when you say that, then you go sign with the Titans. It's like, come on, man. We see what veteran receivers do when they go to Tennessee, man. Then you got Tannehill. Is he even going to start? Nope. Is he even there still? He is. He, he'll, yeah. he'll be the starter to start the year because they're going to be trying to win games. So as long as they're in the race, Tannehill's probably going to be the starter. And then we'll see between Willis and, and Will, Willis and Levis who takes over after. Yeah, yes. I mean, look, Tennessee, they were 7-3 until all the injuries finally piled up. I mean, they had like 25 guys, up to 25 guys injured, you know, down the stretch when they lost seven games. So this is a matter of time piled up. Tennessee run that old brand of football of we're going to run, 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 then throw. And that – nobody uses that anymore. That's old football. You can't win like that no more. Like, that's dead. I mean, the, their, their defense should be fine. They'll be able to run the ball because Derek Henry finds a way to, to get the job done with all the, the volume that they give him. So I, it, I'd i see them, you know, in the seven to nine win range. Um, but, I mean, the Jaguars are still a class of, of the division, in my opinion. That ain't good. Well, what do I expect? No, it's a middling team. I, I I expect them to be a middling team, even with Diop. It is what it is. I mean, Brable going to have him playing, though. Right. Brable going to have him in games. He's a good coach. But that's the, that's the thing about it. when you And it's not a bad thing, you know, it, but it is a, a reality. You're going to be good enough that you're not going to be getting a top pick. You're not going to be securing some type of generational prospect uh, at the quarterback position or otherwise. Um but you're also not going to be bad enough because Vrabel is, is, is you know, back at the coach. So. But they drafted a guy that put mayonnaise in his coffee, bro. Like, they're they not trying to get better. <laughs> Man, Make that to point. I can't combat that. That boy like eats bananas. He don't even peel the banana. Never mind. Go ahead. Next subject. <laughs> I just feel like. If they wasn't so banged up last year, they would have easily been a playoff team. And they might have won the AFC South still. They might have. But we'll see, man. We'll see what they do this year. But uh, like Arrowhead Chief Podcast said earlier, it all comes down to this. We've not seen it with Odell. We've now seen it with D-Hop. These star players, they use us to drive up the price tag until a sucker comes in and, and, and gives them a deal that they like. And they go inside. It works. It works. I'm sick of being used. <laughs> Boogie, don't, Boogie don't do that before. That, Boogie, that it's, a, it's, a, it's the price of, of winning rings, man. You just got to accept it, Boogie. You just, it's, 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 Boogie went personal with that one. Y'all know I'm, I'm sick of being used. D-Mac, 
Boogie like Eddie Murphy and Boomerang when he's I'm gonna call my mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, and that's funny. Okay, if you haven't seen Boomerang, you you get it later. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's funny as hell. Since we didn't talk about it last week, let's go and get to it now. All right, so Netflix quarterback series. I assume everybody done watched it now. Man, it's a – dude, I mean, shout out to Omaha Productions. Shout out to NFL Films. They did a great job with this. Uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes, I mean, everybody's looking forward to that part. I'm sure some people skip Kirk Cousins and Marcus Mariota just to get the Patrick Mahomes. So, I mean, I, I I know somebody who edited them out, really did edit them out, and just Patrick Mahomes. Made him a whole super cut. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> But but I watched all three and uh and Kirk Cousins, I mean, he has some he has some moments in there and, and a lot of people like the review of Kirk Cousins, like more people started to be more of a fan of his. Um, you know, we brought the highlight of him being frustrated when it was down 33 nothing to the Colts and they came back, made the largest comeback in NFL history. And then, you know, you got to see all the guys behind the scenes, you know, their families, how they handling family life and how they studying and preparing during the game week and how they manage the injuries too. Like some of those some of those clips when they was trying to manage those injuries, man, it just looked like it was real brutal, dog. Like, especially Mahomes, man. Mahomes was going through it. Uh mm-hmm. like like when it came to playoff time, you know, him and Bobby Stroop, they had to really lock in and, you know, try to get them as good as possible. Along with the athletic trainers and um chief staff. So um overall it was good, but I feel like Marcus Mariota's part was kind of bland. I mean, yeah. he, he didn't have much personality to me, so I was kind of glad they stopped talking about him after episode five, honestly. Uh, but, you know, Kirk Cousins and Mahomes, you know, I was pretty cool with that. So, I mean, what do you yeah, guys they, think about they, the series? They really, really could have kept it as Mahomes and Cousins, for real. Because Mariota, Mariota had a good – but then it got, it got boring quick, and then he mm-hmm. stopped playing, and then it was all that controversy, so – but if you don't come out of this series respecting Kirk Cousins more, then you didn't watch everybody, of course. He was but lit up, dog. He, he, yeah, he was killed out there. Cousins, cousins, cousins is a warrior, bro. Like I, I, I I've never been a Kirk Cousins fan, but he like episode one, I was like, yo, Kirk Cousins is wrong, man. Like for real. And he's like clean cut, he's not fancy and all that stuff. So to get him to wear them chains and stuff, like, you know, that was way out of his character, but he's a good dude. He got a good wife supporting him. His wife was, like, she was bomb for real because she was really, like, we take Tuesday off and me and Kurt is me and Kurt. And right. and I love that about their relationship. And so that was cool. I earned a lot of respect for Kurt Cousins. And, and Juice brought it up. A lot of people hate Britney. But if you don't come out of this series realizing Brittany is like a strong, supportive wife, there's something wrong with you. You, I don't know what she was watching. I don't know what she was doing. But uh, Brittany should be getting a lot more respect than the hate that she get for being a great wife. Like, it's kind of weird. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I'm, I'm uh, right there. Was, yeah, the main thing I came out with was respect for Kirk Cousins and, and a lot of love for Brittany. Like, yo, Brittany's dope. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm right there with you. I mean, um, 
Brittany certainly came out, you know, just is incredibly supportive wife. And ultimately, that's that's what she wanted a wife. I mean, she stood by Patrick, you know, always was was right there beside him, was there before anybody knew he was going to be a half a, a billion dollar uh, quarterback either. Um, so you got to you, I think you definitely got to come out with a little bit more respect for Brittany and, and what she does for the families. As well, uh, but, yeah, no. Kirk Cousins. Uh, I've never been a fan of Kirk Cousins, and I don't think he's all of a sudden a better quarterback. But the man absolutely was a warrior out there for sure. I mean, he was getting destroyed on every single snap. It felt like uh, that offensive line was doing him no favor. So the fact that he was willing to fight through that, we got to give Kirk Cousins a lot of respect for that. Um, and yeah, and definitely, obviously, we learned a little bit more about Mahomes and his trash talk. Uh, certainly, some people may not have known. Uh, we got a little bit inside look, obviously, at the injury, which was was interesting to say the least. Um, he was fighting tooth and nail to get back on that field. Um, the the funniest thing, though, for me at least, was him uh, at the Super Bowl opening night. Uh, him and Jalen talking together, and he was like, "Yeah, I I had an Airbnb uh, reserved here three months ago." And Jalen Hurts kind of looked at him and, and just paused, and he didn't. He was like, "You live out here?" He was like, "No, no, no. I just got a house here." You know. So. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> just, I knew like, where oh. I was gonna be, bro. Right. He just he was just like, oh, okay. I just gotta accept this that, that he just knew <laughs> three months ago that he was gonna be here. Uh, but yeah, this is what it is. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Public service announcement. These are my thoughts. My thoughts alone, and doesn't reflect my team. Patrick Mahomes cusses a lot. <laughs> oh, a lot. Oh, hell, a lot. <laughs> if you're sensitive about the F word and. Four letter words, he's a very yeah, colorful yeah. language. Because it's like a sailor. <laughs> yeah, I want to so If you sensitive, just just block you can't watch this because you are gonna cuss. He gonna cuss. And that cuss he let out after we lost to the Bengals, oh, I man. felt oh, that was in a, my, I soul. That in my soul. Because I, I did the same. Because Pat, we cussed the same. Because mm-hmm. I cussed the same way that you cussed after we lost that game. So <laughs> if you're sensitive. This is not the series for you. You, you. I don't know if they got a clean version or something, but this is not, you ain't gonna be hearing nothing Pat say anyway because a lot of it is Pat cusses a lot. Cause, cause Country, Pat. them them four hours on Sundays, you are guaranteed to get Levon Mahomes out there. I, I, no doubt about it. Because yeah, he's, he's a lot blacker. Yeah, because dog. Because <laughs> dog, look, look. The, the, I, I, I want to see. I wonder how much was cut out, dog. That's the scenes I want to see. Like, how much of that was cut out? Let me get the stuff that was cut out, dog. Cause, yeah, that dude was definitely a maniac in some scenes, yo. Like, he was just going crazy, yo. Especially that Raiders game on Monday night. You know, Max Crosby. Uh, somebody in the comments mentioned Max Crosby. Max Crosby tried to get in his head, you know, do the little late cheap shots and whatnot. You woke up the wrong mother. <laughs> Fire that boy that up, was, man. That was the latest, man. And Juice, Juice mentioned it earlier about the whole cutting and stuff. Made uh, Peyton having to ask Andy Reid about what could be left in there, what couldn't be left in there. I'm sure Mahomes, you know, said some stuff about that as well from a cursing perspective. But yeah, the the cutting room floor stuff, I'm sure, was uh, even more interesting. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's another person. Pat Mahomes' dad is awesome too. Yeah, oh, Kylie, I know you got thoughts. I know you. Come on, give me because Kylie said the first day. <laughs> I got a lot of thoughts. Uh, So first of all, I thought it was great. I actually watched it in like 24 hours um, while I was working. 
Same. 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 Uh, <laughs> but no, I thought it was it was dope. I, I don't even know what else to say about it. Like you, country, I was not really a fan. Am I frozen? No. No, no, no. Oh, no. You're good. You're good. Is she good? I call you. Kylie, you're good. Okay. Oh boy. You gotta hit the side of the TV. Yeah, yeah, come out, come back in, Carly. <laughs> I'm here. I'm was I frozen? No. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> you good. It was like <laughs> so sorry. I don't know what's going on. I might have to leave. But um, no, you could just see what a competitor Pat was. Like he was talking all that shit on the field. And then even after the games and he was saying he was blacking out and everything, like he just flips the switch, goes in the game. He's LeVon, as you guys like to say. And he's just out there ready to play. I thought that was so cool to see. And then after, I think it was the Jags game uh, in the playoffs, whenever they were like, who would you rather play? And he was like, well, I want to play the Bengals. Like I loved how hungry he was to get back out on the field with the Bengals and with Joe Burrow and prove like we're gonna beat these guys and then like all the talk all the shit that was talked with Burrowhead and everything like you know that that was eating him up so it was really cool to see how he was handling all that all the outside noise and then of course compounded with an injury like that was really cool he was putting in work with Bobby Stroop and then I know we've talked about it but Brittany Mahomes the supporter that she is to not only care for their kids, but like she she was like, oh, we're having a baby and just kind of like went about her business. Like everything felt like she just felt so together and so composed and so supportive and stable, I think is probably the right word, like for the relationship and for all of the chaos that is their life and that is football season. Like she just felt like a very stable constant in his life and they have a really great relationship and she's a huge competitor herself. So they have that understanding and you could just see like when they were hanging out and talking, they felt like best friends. And I thought that that was really key. Like that's one of the keys to a relationship. You guys know, like being able to live the rest of your life with your best friend, like that's the goal. And it feels like they really have that. So I could go on, I won't keep taking up time, but I could go on. It was awesome. It was awesome. And, I didn't know uh, that Kirk either. Cousins, Kirk Cousins, I'm a big fan of now. I watched all the parts. If you didn't watch all the parts, I recommend it. It was, it's really cool to see just how down to earth they are. And uh, it's easy to like rank QBs and be like, Kirk Cousins sucks. And, you know, like we do that. We all do that. But you kind of forget they're human. And like this really humanizes them to show you like the life behind the player. And you're like, well, I don't want to put him 10th on my. QB list, like I, he's kind of a good guy. I want to root for him, but like you know, like it's easy for us as fans to just like list, make lists, and say shit and whatever else. But yeah, they're human. It was cool. It was cool. So, so they got renewed for season two. Mm-hmm. Would you pick? Would you do quarterback again, or would you want to pick another position? Oh no, they're sticking with oh, quarterback. Like, it's going, it's going to be strictly quarterback. Yeah, it's going to be quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, so quarterback. what quarterbacks? Would you follow? I think Lamar got to be up there. Yeah. Lamar would be a lot of fun. I have Lamar, yeah. Um, I think Hurts would be good. I, I would like to see like a dark horse. Daniel Jones, personally, I just think seeing up That's there with a new cool. with Dable and a new coach. Well, he was new last year, but 
seeing them continue to try and push the meter and get better. Um, they just signed him to a big deal. So, well, the Daniel Jones That's deal. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. actually uh, amazing. Yeah, I think it could be cool. And you got the New York media up there. Like, there's just a lot of stuff that kind of makes that job up there maybe a little more difficult because of that. It'll be interesting to see how Aaron Rodgers fares. Since he loves the limelight. <laughs> yeah. Somebody, somebody mentioned like putting a rookie in there. Um, that know. would be cool. So you would, how do you do that as a rookie, though? Like, you're already know, trying to adjust yeah. to the league. Yeah, that might be you too much. Around you. Just it's tough to put on a rookie. Josh Allen would be perfect, I think, for that, man. Just That's how, interesting. How, That's how, interesting. They would want to put him on there. See that as well. They would want to push that. Yeah. <laughs> Is, does Herbert have enough personality to do it? I don't think so. Honestly, I don't uh, think he does. Nah, I, I, don't, I will put but I, over him also. But at, but at the same time, I didn't think Kirk Cousins had enough personality to do it. And he, also you know what I'm saying? So, my personal, like, I would love to see Geno Smith uh, just because I, I, I think that he's got a little bit of You know, I'm a huge Geno Smith fan. I'm, I'm, I'm always going to use Geno Smith. Um, the, the lesser guy is a little bit more difficult because it's got to be somebody kind of on the bubble. You know, you think maybe like a, a Baker Mayfield type of guy, I guess, in Tampa yeah. trying to hold on to his job. And yes. save our yeah. Kyle Trask. So. I like that Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Interesting team this year. Goff definitely could be interesting for sure. What about what about Jimmy, um, Jimmy G? Or Derek Carr. I would say oh, like no either – Either yeah, one of those guys Carr. heading to a new team. Kylie, I don't, I don't even want to try to Love somehow would. like Derek Carr. Again. Jordan Love. <laughs> at least he's not for the Raiders anymore. I think for me, like I would much rather not try to like Joe Burrow or Josh Allen. I mean, I yeah. respect them as players, but I don't really want to humanize them. I already talk enough shit on them. But Kylie, <laughs> don't you want to see how they feel after we beat them again? Hundred percent. I, I get your. I, I get the appeal. I totally get the appeal. It's just knowing that I went in liking or not liking Kirk Cousins and came out a fan. Like it's risky. I don't want to go in and be a fan of these two. I already hear enough about them. But I, I would say Aaron Rodgers, but he got hard knocks, so yeah, he yeah. are he's already yeah. locked up. But he's gonna be a weirdo anyway. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence isn't bad. I, hey, I wouldn't know what that's about. I like that Justin Fields. I like that. <laughs> Justin Fields could be interesting. Who else? Who Who's like a low-key, under-the-radar type of guy that, that you – Russell Wilson might be fun to follow because he got the Sierra aspect and all that stuff and – don't sound yeah. interested. Oh no, no. <laughs> no I, I, I'd, I'd be just very, feels... I'd be very interested, but I don't think there's a chance in heck he does it. But that, that would be. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Very nah. I feel like it would all be so staged. Like it would just yeah. feel so unauthentic. I don't that's know. Also I know that's, that's not fair to say because I don't know them. But yeah, it just feels like. I see that. How long did you? Yeah, like the pick. I don't know. It all feels staged. I'm. I, I know, but. Too, John said a good one. Tua would be very interesting. There's a lot of things going around with Tua. That could be a very interesting. Coming off them injuries, yeah, that would be. And he's he's got personality to him a little bit too. I, I would be very interested in Tua. <laughs> oh, hey, you know somebody who might need this though, because his his public perception is terrible right now. What? Kyler Murray. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Deshaun Watson. <laughs> but but don't, but don't, but don't, but don't, but don't, how did I miss Deshaun Watson, colleagues? You're a genius. Oh, no, they not. They not. 
definitely not. They're not putting Deshaun Watson on their jaw. No. They don't know what they would get. Like, and they, where are you going? They ain't putting Deshaun Watson on the jaw. It, it would be one episode. He'd be like, yeah, I'm off to the massage. They'd be like, what? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Come on. <laughs> we got to scrap the whole show now. Come on, man. <laughs> we can't use any of this. <laughs> Yes, so they yes, that's a good point. They they oh he is. They did a yeah. secondary. I, I I have to look it up, but they did something with him tied to quarterback that followed him as well. So I don't know right. what it is, oh. exactly, but right. they they had a trailer for it as well. Hey, really? hey, Kyler Murray is wearing them Dion ninety six turf diamonds this year. They are fire, bro. If if a cheap player got a Nike contract, go get them Deion Sanders, bro. They they would look so hard with the Chiefs jersey, bro. For real. Okay, but yeah. so the, the, it I says really need it though. It says that it's uh, there's another quarterback Netflix show. It involves the newest episode of Flight Plan Loading, where Kyler Murray goes into detail about his season-ending injury and plans for the future. I want to see that. <laughs> It's like watching the Titanic. I don't want to see no ships, eh? <laughs> Dak Prescott. What about Dak Prescott? You think, you think Dak Prescott needs it? He doesn't need it, but it's a cowboy, so you know people are going to watch it. They know it. Exactly, exactly. It would draw big numbers because he's a cowboy. Does he have personal? Does he have the personality to carry eight episodes, though? I, I think he's I mean, fine. I, I wouldn't say he definitely does, but I think he's, he would be fine enough to, to put out there. There's enough interesting stuff around the, around the Cowboys. Who you now. got, bro? What What about Sam Howell to uh, replace Mariota this year? Oh God, hell no, <laughs> Sam Howell, hell no. What about uh, what about the kid from the Texans with the long neck? What? <laughs> Davis Mills. Mills? Well, you gonna watch him hold a clipboard? We we the good thing if you did do Sam Howe, we'd get a lot of good EB quotes out of that. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's a, yeah. Yeah, we would. Okay, if you could do another position, who would you do? Running back, wide receivers. Running back. I think Patrick Mahomes said offensive lineman. He said offensive lineman. Wide receivers for me easily because they're always just they, they just be doing anything. So I'd absolutely choose wide receivers. Or DBs. The wide receivers DBs. Yeah. Either one's fine with me. Defense linemen, defense linemen, they crack, they crack a lot of jokes. I was going to say um, edge, yeah. Something like defense linemen. interesting, too. Yeah. Oh, because following Frank Clark around for a season would be amazing. 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 That would be amazing. That would be amazing. Miles Garrett would probably, Miles Garrett would probably be amazing. Chris Jones would be amazing. Chris Jones yeah. would be amazing. Or Colin Saunders from last, like you know, he's a kid. Yeah. But yeah. following Sauce Gardner for a year, you know what I'm saying? Like, or or who else? Jair Alexander. Mm-hmm. Jair Alexander, he got a lot of personality yeah. in the few interviews he's done after games. He does. That is a, I, I, I don't think they want to follow Stefan Diggs. <laughs> Stefan Diggs. Uh, no, follow Stefan Diggs, man. Let's let's get all the juicy stuff in there, man. He's, he's not too happy right now. <laughs> Of course, Paul but check out with Dan the whole show. Of course, Paul <laughs> would. Yeah. For saying. <laughs> Who has a dang? You said Deshaun Watson. I am stuck on that because he needs he needs to rehab his entire image, public persona. You know he what I'm saying? Throw some touchdowns this year. That's all. He <laughs> do. Don't about it. Oh, um, 
Michael Parsons would be good. I think he has a good personality. He's fun. Yeah, Max Crosby. Max Crosby. Max Crosby's a good option. Yeah, Max Crosby. Yeah, he cool. Hey, don't punch my boy cool? though, man. Don't do that. Is it because he's a Raider? But how far how far would you go if you're losing, how far would you let people in though? If you're losing. I mean, hell, the Cardinals let people in last year off Hard Knocks. <laughs> but that's more of an NFL kind of mandated thing, so that's a little bit more difficult for for this type of thing. You know, obviously the quarterback or, or the player or whatever kind of has to allow all of that access in and, and kind of, you know, be willing to talk about those difficult things. It's not easy. So, I, I wonder if they would just be like, all right, we need two more quarterbacks. We're going to let Mahomes do it again. I mean, I they could. That. Mahomes' uh, production company was a part of it. it. That is a possibility. You think Mahomes would be open to doing it again? I think he would. If he already Why dealt not? with it, and went through it. I mean, it's it's obviously a point of marketing for him. So I, I, I think he would. I can't stand Kevin. That time, what's that course, no, no, don't bring that up. Oh, my. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> LeBron is going to have a documentary. Y'all just oh, okay. to get ready for it. Yeah, LeBron okay, subject real quick. Kylie, Kylie, three NBA guys. Who would you follow? Steph, for sure. I, I mm-hmm. mean, I just love Steph. Steph um, is a very good point. Ooh, that's a good question. I'm going to say Steph and uh, what's why well, I'm blanking right now. Who's uh, Memphis? But let me tell you why. Because you know it would be the John T show, and it would just be he and his dad walking around right. the whole time. Da- Dame, I, I want to follow Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is hilarious, so I'd, I'd go follow him as well. Mm-hmm. And he like makes coffee and stuff. Jimmy Butler yeah, just seems like a cool funny. guy. Yeah. Boogie, I know you got Kevin Durant. I, I got KD, Luca. And uh, where else I want to go? Do I want to go Kyrie? We need somebody like Austin Reeves or somebody like somebody oh, that's like a like a folk, like a cult hero. You know what I'm saying? Somebody like Dylan Brooks or something like. <laughs> oh, Austin Reeves! Oh my goodness, <laughs> that's a good question, though. Hmm. I would ask baseball, but we don't want to see nobody in baseball. Ronald Acuna Jr. would be a lot of fun to follow around, in my opinion. Who? We could watch Mookie Betts play. We could watch Ronald Acuna Jr. Maybe a little bit Tatis in there, you know. Who's the new? I would. Oh, wrestlers would be fun. (laughs) Following wrestlers for a whole year, that would be hilarious. Barry Bond. Don't wrestlers have to play a sport first? <laughs> you took a shot at baseball country. I had to give it back to you, dog. Hey, man, where's our sponsors? Put them on business. I'm surprised Kylie didn't name no Chicago Bulls, though. That kind of hurt, Mom. Oh, like, I'm not interested in that. Balls hurt. Like, I don't. Please, yes, that's Zion. 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 
Alex Caruso. I would watch Alex Caruso behind the scenes. Oh God! I would follow Zach Levine if he wasn't injured all the time. I can't even get into the Bulls. They make me sad. Let's talk about the Chiefs. They make me happy. Me with the Nets. Yeah. God. Also. Somebody as far as college players go, it'd probably be Marvin Harrison Jr. You start there, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. College I mean, football. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'd love it. Obviously, I'd love to see Angel Reese do it for a season. She she's had a great. Yeah, first she job, hot yeah. right now. She hot right now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that NIL bag. Mm-hmm. Obviously, K- Caleb. You said Caleb. Yeah. Harden. Harden would be a good one. He's so dramatic. <laughs> Golly. Yeah, y'all are Jesus Christ. Y'all are it does it does feel like there need to be a little more editing. Hey, no, I got a show. I got a show. I got a show I did. Oh no. Every morning we tap in the boogie and just watch him on Twitter. <laughs> watch me on who? Watch you on Twitter and you because Boogie early morning boogie is is hilarious on Twitter. You don't know what you're gonna get out. Zion uh, put it in the streets. I'm putting it on the TL, man. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness, dog. Lord oh. Jesus. No, Chuck, Chuck, we got another show because we can follow you watching Lakers games all year. Just, no. just <laughs> set a, cor- just set a camera up and let it go. Bro, no. I would love to watch that. No. <laughs> I would love for you to meet LeBron in real life. Like, I would love for you to interview him. And, like, and, and. And name all the players that are better than him that you oh. have on that list. Just read off the list. Just be like. <laughs> and and then y'all, Kevin McHale. Kevin McHale will give you buckets, LeBron. Y'all know when they got a y'all know they got a long scroll that you just unravel. Just unravel the list in front of him. Just be like, you all right, you're gonna go down one, two, <laughs> just keep on going down in front of us, see what happens. Or or we could have D Mac and Tom Brady talk back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> I owed you for that one for that wrestling comment. <laughs> we we no, Paul. We don't care. 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 I care, man. Can't do it, Paul. Can't do it, Paul. Hey, I like I like LeBron, but LeBron, come on, bro. Stop switching your jerseys. <laughs> come on, bro. Just stick to a number. You had seven numbers, bro. Come on. So it's yeah. Anyway, let's not let's yeah. Pay homage. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, man. There's nothing yeah, wrong with wrestling. Homage. I just wanted the joke. That's it. There's nothing wrong. With nah, it, nah, it worked. It, it went over. <laughs> it nah. definitely so because I gave you the facial expression that you was asking because <laughs> you really caught me off guard when you said that. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, that was a good yeah, one. You were stuck. That was you good with you. Stuck for a minute, but yeah, let's go and get to the sponsor, man. Uh, let's get. Let's go and pay homage real quick. They got the pop culture tea session going on. You still got that going on. But for today's special, it's 20% off site-wide. So um, get on the website today, order some, get 20% off of that. Uh, got the NFL logo collection going on. As training camp has started for a few NFL teams, I think more start tomorrow. Am I correct? Yeah. Yep. All right. So we got that going on. 
and then you got your lounge go-to collection or whatever. So uh, whether you want to work out, lounge, lounge around the house or whatever, just get some fresh air. It don't matter. You got that collection too. So copy some gear, pay homage. They got some more coming. So, all right. Uh, before we wrap the show up tonight, uh, we didn't talk about it last week, but, you know, shout out to the Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. They swept the ESPYs. So salute to them on that. Um, Travis Kelsey, he got he got to the 99 rating club again on Madden. So I think that's the third time he's done that. So it's the most ever Amongst in that 99 yep. club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, some people, they still talk about the ratings and all that other stuff. But I've been away from video games for a long time now. I've been retired. So. Oh, uh, this is the first. Are we are we taping this? Okay, okay, we got this on tape. But you heard that, right? He's retired. He retired. I heard it. You heard that, retired. Kyler? Did you hear retired? Okay, D Mac, we good? You can hear? Okay, all right. So I don't want you say nothing when Pat Mahomes is a ninety-eight. I don't want you crying because you retired. Okay. Look, look, he'll, he'll be in that nightclub next to tomorrow. Yeah. They do that, Patrick Mahomes. I know they was crying about Creed being a 90. I'm like, man, we probably got the highest ranked team all together. Yeah. I'm talking to people that play Madden, Chuck. I'm talking to people that actually play the game. I'm just taking a guess. You ain't played since 2005. Chuck ain't played since ESPN came out with that game. That's how long it's been. Oh, yeah, so but yet he be <laughs> mad at Madden every year. <laughs> oh, yeah, 2K. 2K was oh nice. let me bring up Paul. What, what you say, Paul? Oh, God, <laughs> oh. Paul, Chuck, you better, Chuck, you better wrap it up before they come at you. Paul, chill out. <laughs> chill out, Paul. They're coming at chill you. <laughs> Now, hey, how many times? How many times has Chuck given up on basketball because of LeBron over the past decade? <laughs> how many, how many, times how many games? Game? How many games is it? <laughs> how many games did the Lakers win last year? <laughs> all of them rigged. All of them. <laughs> I played FIFA too. I, I'm not good at it. I just got it. But now FIFA's fun. FIFA's fun to fool around with. Oh, don't forget about the the quarterback tournament, the best throws of 2023 training camp. Um, We will be – we all trying to get certain days, but I think we're pulling up. I know we have no days certified, so never mind. When we get some, like, certified, we know we're going to be there dates. Um, If you see us, um, say what's up. We, you know, we show love to all our fans, and we are the most interactive podcast in Kansas City. I'm putting the stamp on that. I know we are. I don't even know if we are, but we are. <laughs> so uh, we got, you know, some special things planned for training camp. If you see us, don't be afraid to say what's up. You know, don't be afraid to ask Chuck about LeBron, you know, so have fun with that. <laughs> Don't do, do, do be afraid. I was gonna say, don't do that. Don't do that. I'll recognize. Don't do that. Uh, I mean, Bookie might be the there. Opener. Bookie gonna be at the opener. I'm going to the opener. So. Bad luck, Chuck is gonna be there. <laughs> I'm, I'm I see how much the tickets is, man. I'm questionable right now. Bookie's playing this game every year, like you can't afford. Bookie, stop. 
talking about questionable. This no, I'm talking about selling my ticket. I, mean, I was about to say, you can make that profit off of it, man. Yeah, they're they going for so much right now. Hey, hey, Kevin, this, that's disrespectful, bro. My bro ain't no, never worn no legs, bro. Chill no, out. Man. Those were Air Max. So Those were Air Maxes. He right. said so <laughs> lugs, bro. That's so dead. But but boogie, but boogie, man, is the resale value on those tickets like that right now? Yeah. I'm sure it is. I'm sure they are. I'm yeah, sure they're going. They it's crazy right now. These first couple games for the Chiefs is crazy. I, mean, I still read crazy. Paul, I want to know where they're going to put the banner because there's one on each side, and obviously the scoreboard's on the other side. So I, I want, I really want to know where they're going to put that banner. We'll talk about it. We'll be here. <laughs> yes, we will. All right. Well, with that being said, that's it for tonight's show. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, share all your social media platforms. Till the next Please. episode, be out of here, Chiefs Kingdom. <laughs>